Hot Press Podcast presents All the Way from the Literary and Musical Town of Listowel in County Kerry, Backstage at Mike the Pies. A podcast presented by Megan O'Donoghue. You're listening to Backstage at Mike the Pies, the podcast with Megan O'Donoghue. I suppose Bullet Girl is probably the best bit of all of us. Yeah. Uh, especially down there, unfortunately, a lot of hard work to get, to get things going for us. And we have, there's a lot of creative energy that goes into it. So it's probably the best bits and the worst bits of all of us. Mm. Yes. Musically, I suppose we're a four piece garage rock slash punk band. Yeah. Um, based in Dublin. Going since technically 2011. <laughs> 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 but really, I think this year is the start of a new era for, for us as a band. With yeah. With Mr. Noel Dempsey. Who's the drummer? Drums. New yeah. drummer, yeah. New drummer. The new drummer. Yes. No. So you play drums? Yes. Who else is in the band? Who's who and who plays what? You go, Tony. I'm Tony. I play the bass guitar. I've been in the band maybe two years now. April 2018, right. I think I started. Um, yeah, I've known Aaron for a long time, since like secondary school. This is true. Didn't hang out much, but one day he needed a bass player. Mm. Uh, came out to Nicole. <laughs> yes, so you didn't, Nicole. You, you didn't like him at the start, so... Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Begged him. I, know, I mean, we, we, we like, bumped into each other, kind of thing like that. And then, yeah, one day I passed Carlos and, you know, you play bass, don't you? I was like, yeah. So mm. that's me now, my mother girl. So you play bass and you're the headbanger. Yeah, I do, yes. a lot, I do a lot. Of that. <laughs> well, my head actually does that by itself. That's not. <laughs> that's not a problem. <laughs> yeah. Who else is in the band? Uh, I'm Aaron. <laughs> I'm in Bullet Girl. I sing and play guitar. I try to sing and play guitar. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's me. And I'm Dylan. I play guitar. I sometimes do a bit of singing. And I'm Noel again, the new drummer of the band. <laughs> 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 He's our selling point, that's why we have to mention them twice. The sex of the I joined pre COVID in February, and yeah, so this is my first gig tonight as well. Really? So I'm, I've been christened in Mike the Pies. Oh, yeah. Which I'm, I'm very honoured. Yes. We need to get a badge. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we have stickers. A sticker. <laughs> well, a sticker before Christmas. Yeah. We'll just give you a uh, Mike Pye's COVID mask. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think I, I, I was only admiring them downstairs. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I think he gave me one of the last ones. I'm sorry. I made a trade. Did you get one? <laughs> gave him a Bull Curl t shirt. <laughs> 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 <In> exchange. <laughs> so, what was it like for you, especially joining the band with all this COVID <laughs> stuff going on? Um. Bit nerve wracking for me because the band have been established, as Steve said, uh, since 2011. Um, and I've been mates with the old drummer. Um, I used to go to school with him and kind of actually taught him how to yeah. play drums in secondary school. Um, so it was really cool to see him in this band. And I supported this band as a fan um, for years, went to loads of gigs up in Dublin. And one day, Aaron told me that the Mark, the old drummer, was going to leave. And they were looking for a drummer, and it was like a what? serendipity moment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we had just um, wrapped up recording with Dan Fox on a, on an EP that we had uh, just done. Uh, was it the end of last year? It was August, uh, August. August twenty nineteen, and uh, I was going back to the place which is literally down the road where I uh, where I used to work with my girlfriend, and I was going to collect her, and I. Um, out of nowhere I hadn't seen Noel in ages and I just bumped into him and his girlfriend and uh, just got chatting 
and uh, I told him that uh, our old drummer was leaving and um, it was just almost like just a kind of just a click like that instantly it was just serendipity moment and I, I'm a, I'm a sucker for that so <laughs> I, I, I think we pretty much both knew at that point like <clears throat> something's gonna happen yeah. um, so then I went to band practice with them and their, and their old drummer um, and looked at them practice and then I jumped on the drums after they had their a lot of practice and I think from day one we, we literally gelled and yeah. click, man. that was it, it. Was very good so yeah. ever, ever since February and then all between in, in between the lockdowns you know yeah yeah so yeah and then I suppose we started kind of writing then straight away with you which is yeah. Yeah. mad to do that's like, class you know? though as well yeah. isn't it yeah. so a lot, a lot of the songs that we've played tonight are brand new material though. Yeah. they're less than a year old more 80% of the set is less than half a year old yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah, because it was really cool. Like it was such a class gig. Like you never know that it was new material. It was like you you were playing for years. Honestly, it really <laughs> was. It was really like yeah. <laughs> 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 they didn't know it. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, as well, like the whole COVID situation uh, actually kind of allowed us to do that. It gave us a lot of time to sit there and practice. Mm -hmm. for, well, you know, obviously when we were allowed, like we're just kind of breaking up between months, but it allowed us to write and focus on, on the set in a way you wouldn't be able to if you're a jump between gigs or, mm -hmm. or doing recordings. Um, yeah. So it's really a unique kind of um, opportunity to, to write. And I think, I, think, I think as well with the lockdown, the very like the first lockdown that was six weeks was pretty tough um, because we were only really getting started with me in the band. Mm -hmm. um, and I was just kind of covering their current songs that they had. Yeah. Um, and I think what was really good was we were sending kind of ideas via WhatsApp. So I'd send them drum beats, um, they'd send me guitar riffs, whatever, and we'd kind of have something together while we're all at home isolated for when we do go back in, that we pretty much kind of have the start of a song written. The bones, yeah. of, the bones of a song, yeah. yeah. So we did that with two or three songs yeah. over lockdown. It's pretty cool. It's mad though, because, you know, there's been a few podcasts now done and WhatsApp kind of seems to be the main thing for bands mm. through the adaption of the whole thing with COVID. Mm. I mean, that must have been really cool for you as well, I suppose. It was a test, really, wasn't it? It was oh, a yeah. test and a challenge. Yeah, absolutely. A test of yeah. patience. Yeah. Test of patience. Like, that much writing, and, like, you know, as a musician, it's, like, a ton of fun to get out there and, and gig and stuff like that. I mean, no gigs going on, like, you know, a real test of patience. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. And as well, you kind of, you're playing these songs in, in an echo chamber with four people, and, like, we have no idea what these songs are like really because we're yeah. all hearing them as, as performers like mm -hmm. yeah um, you don't get that feeling when you're in the studio you yeah. with the speakers turned all the way up yeah, 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 yeah. you know just blaring back at you so it's kind of funny you mentioned whatsapp because like we would like record like really rough demos on our phones and like voice notes yeah exactly voice notes exactly yeah put the phone in the corner record and then we'd be able to listen to that through the week because uh, we didn't know whether we were going to be back in practice next week we were going to be locked down yeah. so we just had to like sit at home and play and then we would come back with like oh like I was listening to the song I was fresh bits. ideas yeah. so you know that kind of it did weird actually yeah, it kind of did help in, in that sense like you know mm -hmm. yeah. and Dylan you said already kind of what your sound kind of is yeah. but what would be your influences I, I suppose coming from the music scene what would you listen to together I suppose and kind of what artists would you look up to um, I suppose there's been a few. As much as we share influence, there is a lot of like different influences. Yeah, at the same a lot of diversity. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like we wouldn't. I'd say that we wouldn't listen to. Um, some of us listen to similar bands, but I think 
like for instance like Noel and Dylan will listen to more and obviously Tony Tony's actually a big fan of like rap music yeah and though he does love rock music or as a general thing he listens to a lot of rap music and Dylan's quite diverse as well he listens to a lot of uh I think me and Dylan, Dylan introduced me to a lot of soul music as well during the period. Yeah, and it's funny, yeah. I guess kind of discoy music kind of helped us during this period. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. You kind of you kind of found yourself listening to kind of avoiding a lot of sadder music and listening to kind of yeah. warped stuff like. Yeah, I see the kind of. Yeah, imagine you're in a nightclub somewhere. Yeah, um, girls allowed. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, sugar babes. All, all, all in. Bit of a Jesus, no. No, not no. That's, that's, that's too, too far. Too far. Too far. <laughs> oh, no. Stay over the line, then. Jesus. No. God, I'm no. going away. <laughs> no. I'm stuck in the 70s and 80s. Um, yeah, exactly. The likes of Fleetwood Mac. Um, I've gone mad listening to Fleetwood Mac at the moment. They're amazing. Like, they're I went one of the best bands in, in the world. And, like, you got three of their CDs for 13 euro. Yeah. And I was just like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was mad. Yeah. But from that then up to Lady Gaga, like absolutely anything and everything I'd listen to. Yeah. Um, the Pixies, like your, your standard. Yeah, we're all the, we all the Pixies. We all love the Pixies. Yeah. Proto Martyr. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I've listened yes. to a lot of Proto Martyr, and that pretty much has borrowed all the songs I've written, like, uh, yeah. particularly the new album, yeah. um, Ultimate Success Today. Like, I think I listened to that so much just when we were in lockdown, you know? Yeah. And then I came back and I was like, I just ripped them off for like two weeks <laughs> we all did in, in, actually, yeah. in saying that yeah, I, I went back and listened to U2's first album which oh, is absolutely yeah. amazing mm-hmm. and I don't think it gets enough credit um, and there's some things in there that I've definitely taken inspiration and put into our new songs yeah, um, yeah. for me obviously I think during lockdown a lot of Velvet Underground for myself uh, lyric wise really yeah and I guess kind of the temperamental kind of stuff that we were yeah. like mixing around guitar wise and you're reading a bit as well reading, reading a bit as well learning new words need to get the dictionary yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go to old Oxford <laughs> more of a dictionary the <laughs> thesaurus is what you want right? <laughs> every day all day <laughs> It's really cool to see, though, as well, kind of as a reflection from even talking to you, that something positive came out of the pandemic that kind of hit us all. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I suppose that's part of like being human. You try to find the best in the worst situations, right? Especially if you're Irish as well. Yeah. yeah. Silver yeah. lining, yeah. definitely. Yeah. 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 I mean, you kind of had two choices. You could kind of like sit there and sort of, you know, wallow in your despair, like, and just be kind of really negative, or you could just go, look at, let's do what we actually can yeah. as a band, like. We're not going to be able to tour. Yeah, of course, that was in the books for you as well, wasn't it? Was, it? Yeah. it was, yeah. Um, <laughs> actually, it's probably better we didn't because we, yeah. we had loads of stuff booked and knowledge you would have been jumping straight onto the Yeah, yeah. They, they had a ledger picnic booked yeah. for this year and Everything I think was. I would have just shit work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so. But next year, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully next year. Fingers crossed. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, I suppose you kind of did have to kind of come together and just be like, right, what can we actually do now? And what we could do is to the right. Yeah. Um, and we wrote loads. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, we wrote loads and got rid of loads as well. Got rid of loads. Like full songs, just scrapped. Like, um, but I think we've kind of come to a place now where we're really happy with the songs that we've, yeah. that we've yeah. written. I guess we kind of discovered more of our sound with kind of no being in the band. This yeah. is true. This is very true. Yeah. 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 Uh, I feel like we kind of reached. Um, we were 
get into our more full full potential. Mm. That's what I'm saying here. Thank you. <laughs> That's nice. You never know, know though, with maybe lockdown 99, I suppose, you might come back to those old songs mm. and put your new flavours to that from what you've That's come nice. out with. Yeah, yeah we we'll a few songs. Yeah. The first cool. song, the song that we opened with tonight, that was Family Curse, that, like, we had the bonds in that song. Yeah. Mm, a oh. year now, maybe, or something? Like, I think at the start. We no, we practiced it once with our old drummer. Do you remember? That's yeah, that's it. Yeah. And we were like, oh, man, there's something there. And then we kind of showed you, remember the Mark version, and then that was six weeks ago. That song we opened with is six weeks old. The version that you're hearing is about two weeks old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, 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 two or three weeks old. Yeah. I'd say three, man. I, I call it three. It's pretty fresh. It doesn't. It's really less than yeah. less than one for sure. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's kind of the speed at which we're kind of writing and, and we're. Uh, Getting these songs together, like, well, I think I sound okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think. <laughs> this is Family Crest. Family Crest. <laughs> Sponsored by Mike the Pots. No place like Yeah.
I suppose one of your newest releases, Panic 2020. Mm, yeah. It really sums up the year for a lot. Not no, not a lot. Everyone, yeah. really. I, I feel like we kind of cursed this year because <laughs> we uh oh, it's so, it's our <laughs> we um wrote that song last year. Um, oh no. Yeah, no, in December yeah. twenty nineteen we practiced with our old drummer and we actually done um a version of it um in I think Sun Studios as mm. uh, part of a um Tilt. A tilt. Uh totally all your shoes by John Barkin on your AFM. Have to stick that in there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored by Mike But yeah, we we done a version of that there and um we feel like kind of cursed here because this year obviously we had loads of things banned and we were like yeah panic 2020 we'll call it that it's actually dylan that came up with the name so he cursed this year that we did yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i suppose coming to you so dylan what's the story behind the lyrics oh i didn't write the lyrics yeah we both actually not together unfortunately um yeah so i went to new york last year with um with my partner and uh, we went good and good friends <laughs> for many years <laughs> um, and she um, it was her sister actually that was working over in uh, New Jersey New York and we went over there <clears throat> and I've, I've always wanted to go to New York um, but like probably nearly every kind of um, person that's in a band since I've seen Home Alone since I've seen Home Alone actually <laughs> when I was four <laughs> Home Alone 2 Lost New York yeah, <laughs> um, but anyways, no. The the idea behind the lyrics was um, my first night in New York, and my first kind of couple nights. I ended up staying for ten days, and um, the first few nights, obviously, I thought this is like a movie moment to say everything that was, and then the more I was there, I kind of realized it's no different from every other kind of city, um, that you go to. It's quite like similar to like um like Ireland and, um, and London and I guess the point of Panic 2020 was that like um, the grass can be green on another side then you don't see the dark the, the yeah. real thing you know uh, which is obviously due to do with um, obviously um, there's a lot like obviously uh, drug addiction issues and homelessness and all these like social problems that aren't being addressed mm-hmm. And I was, um, and there's a lot of obviously pop culture references in the song as well, like um, Home Pizza Guy, yeah, Spider Man, uh, second one, Tobey Maguire, yeah, <laughs> the best one, yeah, <laughs> very good, yeah, and uh, Home Alone, uh, you're such a disease, Kevin. you're such a disease, Kevin, yeah, uh, but yeah, that would be famous, yeah. you know, movie set in New York, like I think yeah. I'm sure the main is going to be. Easter egg references in it. Exactly. That's what it was. It was like a, a fantastic Marvel movie. <laughs> <laughs> Soundtrack. <laughs> Soundtrack. Grand and <laughs> um, But yeah, that was the idea behind it was that um, New York is meant to be like this, uh, it's a dream, the American dream, but it's it's not really that at all. Like once you kind of take away the layers and go down, say, a different street to one of the more fancier ones, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm just riding the subway in New York. Like I was yeah. there for Christmas, and you know, last year as well. And you always imagine you now Christmas in New York is yeah, a magical exactly. moment, and it's just full of people who are just so stressed. Yeah. You know? And like you can't like one stage put a noodle, like people just like crowding the streets, yeah. you know, crowding getting shops. Like this isn't you know how yeah. I when you see the pictures it. of 
People sharing true. stuff and everything looks unreal. It looks amazing. But yeah, you'd never think of the, the other side, really. No. Yeah. And like, we kind of ran with that idea. And then like, I think when I was designing the cover, then I took like an old poster, you know, from New York in the 1900s, whatever, repurposed it, put like a, a mask on, you know, <laughs> from the... Uh, Statue of Liberty. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, kind of designed the whole thing. But that was kind of, yeah, that was basically the whole concept of the song. Like, um, and yeah, I suppose yeah. that's what... Panics about it, really. Yeah. Cool story behind it, yeah. Yeah. So, your first gig, really, as a four piece tonight mm. was here in Mike the Pies for a live stream audience. Yeah. What was that feeling for you? Not different. Strange. Yeah. Strange, definitely. Um, I think, uh, in fairness, the lights and the smoke help. Yeah, the smoke kind of helps, like. From being a, in just a normal gig, because you can't really fucking see him. Yeah. So, yeah. so. <laughs> so you I, get the impression. Yeah. yeah. I think it was a bit. Um, I think I suppose because it's your first gig, um, as a four piece, um, and it's recorded. There's that added pressure to be perfect or the best you can be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because if it's a live gig pre-COVID, you have loads of drunk people jumping up and down and. <laughs> Like if if you mess up, they're not gonna hear you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so that kind of little added pressure of, of the live stream. But I think it was amazing. Yeah, like was great. the experience was yeah. brilliant. And it's actually rare um, as a band to get to hear your sound like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. When we're practicing, the room is not that much bigger room we're in. Like it's tiny, and that sound just gets squashed. Yeah. Whereas when you're on a stage like that, you can hear things like, you know, the way you would never hear them before. Like yeah. same mm-hmm. we played Button Factory last year, was it? Yeah. It was like hearing the sound of, of hearing our music the way we imagined it to be sounding like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So we kind of it's great to get that today, like to hear that that just that weight of the of the music, yeah. you know, the atmosphere and the atmosphere, yeah, and that yeah, just thought it was it was great just for that alone, like, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and it was a real kind of opportunity to kind of feel like somewhat you're playing on the stage again, you know. Yeah. It yeah. felt like a, a real gig to me. Yeah. Yeah. It, didn't, yeah. it didn't feel... We were saying, like, lads, it's just like band practice. Just treat it like band practice. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? But it did feel like a gig. Yeah. Um, it felt like there were people there. Yeah. You know? I, I think I winked at the camera at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Timmy Mash. I think there's like, like six people. Timmy Mash, Tommy, wink at the camera. <laughs> Cheeky. Yeah. And will you then, like, I suppose, the four of you, will you watch the gig back maybe together? Or would you rather do it separately? Oh, we can get a bit fucked up tonight. We can <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Whoever drunk. Right? Yeah, yeah. I seen a, I seen a little snippet of it after the gig. Yeah. And yeah, I was no, I was actually so impressed with from the camera work to the lights to the sound. Yeah. To the to the fade in between the camera shots, like yeah. everything was fucking brilliant on it. Um, so I'm actually looking forward to going back now and I, I giving it a listen. I watch it with the sound off. <laughs> 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 film with just the camera angles. <laughs> <laughs> film. Yeah. He does film for a living, so. Well, I really thought the, the, camera, the camera angles were fantastic. And the yeah. sound design oh, was great. Did, everyone did a great job. We were very, not that we were very surprised, but we were blown away. The production yeah. value was just amazing. Yeah. Incredible. Like, you know? yeah. like when you look at a lot of live streams, even by professional artists, like they're balanced, you know what I mean? They're not. They don't pull out all the stops, but this really actually is like with the lights and the smoke and, and everything. Like it really, it just makes it actually makes our performance better as well. Like with yeah. all the atmosphere there, mm-hmm. you know. It kind of, yeah. kind of the, the fact that the camera and the lights are all going. It kind of watching it from your phone. It would almost like it's so well done. It would almost make you feel like you're at a gig. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. kind of the impression. Like it's a big fucking belt on. 
from the stage. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I felt yeah. like a gig. I'm sure yeah. the people watching at home and be having two guys would probably feel like they're having a dance as well. And yeah. some of the comments, I was on, uh, I was watching the TV, TV playing uh, on, on the stream. I was watching TV people and the comments were great, man. People mm. were really loving it, and you could tell, you know, had a few guys just enjoying the evening, trying to, no. trying to make like it. Saturday night. Exactly, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, and then yeah, enjoy yeah. some live music. <laughs> yeah, you know, mm. which is really important. It's like being there. Yeah. 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 One thing that people definitely miss though is music and live music. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so I suppose being able for you to perform, it's like you're providing such a really good service to people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's you we know. Hope so. Yeah. <laughs> we, we hope people see it that way. Yeah. Yeah. God, I fucking hate that. Then <laughs> <laughs> again, though, we wouldn't be able to provide any services unless it was from like the public. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So what's next in the books for Bullocker? Well, um more practice but the main one. Oh <laughs> one day. One day maybe. Um no, I think well yeah, I suppose um record the EP. Yeah, I think as soon as we as soon as Christmas is over and all that madness is done, we're gonna go back and go back to writing again, like mm-hmm. and we're gonna put a few of the songs we played tonight and maybe two new ones or whatever, we'll see how it works. But we're gonna record something, uh, probably an EP at the yeah. end of January and hopefully release that in April or possibly May. Um we wanna have something physical out. We wanna have vinyl or something, you know, or a, a body of work. Yeah. But yeah. we put out singles for Jesus, three or four years now. Yeah, yeah. And they're grand, they're they're good and, and it's good to kind of see that progression you know they get more you get more and more kind of people interested in your band every time you release a song but now it's time to show maybe even fans of ours just what we can do with maybe an actual body of work and we've a lot of really interesting ideas um to go along with it as well that won't spoil just yet yeah. but um <laughs> you will the next time when you come back though absolutely <laughs> spill the beans yeah absolutely so that's the plan and then i suppose next year well we'd love to gig and the rest of it but we'll just um Touch board and hope for the best, you know. <laughs> <laughs> goes ahead. Yeah. But um, definitely, <laughs> I mean, we'll make it our mission to get on stage in front of an audience. I don't care whether they're sitting down a million miles apart, like, but we'll be on stage playing in front yeah. of a lot of people again, like, in front yeah. of an audience. Absolutely. Or we'll go fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and although you're from Dublin, you know, and all of that, so yeah. we won't mention that anymore. We won't. <laughs> I can guarantee you'd be number one on the list as soon as the, the bands and everything are able to play again in front of an audience we'd love to have you back in my place yeah, oh, that's, 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 that's what we want we'd love to come back we're waiting for that <laughs> I'll be a comeback girl <laughs> <laughs> so I suppose by it's time to say goodbye oh, unfortunately no. <laughs> time to <laughs> So, thanks a million, Bullock Girl, for joining me on my surprise podcast. One last question. Where would you rather be? Would rather be in Mike the Pies. Killed it. Thank you, everyone that's been watching at home. This is our last song. I want to thank Aiden from Mike the Pies and all the crew. It's been here tonight to make this sound fairly decent for once.
Thank you all very much. Fabulous. Congratulations. Thank you to TV people for coming up with us to enjoy this great experience. Thank you very much. We're both girl. Backstage at Mike the Pies was produced and presented by Megan O'Donoghue for Hot Press Podcasts.